I'm down with partner when I come because when you come, you don't give a fuck. Like, who cares? If you, man, the type of shit I be saying or the, the way I be sounding, it be almost like I'm being born again. Like, I am the cum at that moment. You get what I'm saying? I am the sperm. It's like Danny Brown show. Sit back, relax your eye right now while you're making student yowls. It's like Danny Brown show. We about to get live. Let's go. It's like Danny Brown show. Sit back, relax your eye right now while you're making student yowls. It's like Danny Brown show. We about to get live. Let's go. Yo, yo, coming live from Austin, Texas, Wild May Studios, it's the Danny Brown Show, what's up, yo, got me here with the motherfucking booth boys up in here, what's up, y'all? What up, man? Yo. Same old, same old, man. I've been, um, you know, doing normal shit, I got a show coming up this weekend, so I've been getting ready for that and shit. Um, <clears throat> shouts out to um, Oblivion Access Festival, and um... Yeah, man, that fucking new Kendrick came out, so I haven't been sleeping good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, I, I want to do. Is it like um, like people in like other like fields? You know, like I feel like if um, if a comedian sing like a fire stand up set, do they be like fuck? And they can't sleep that night. They like I gotta I gotta write some shit now. I gotta get back to my shit. You know what I'm saying? I gotta get on my shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, and I was like, that's how. I mean, every time K Dot drops some shit, that's my boy though. So. You know, it's just great to see him come back, man. Just to be gone five years, and I'd be like, man, you know, if anybody, you know, I mean, like the top of their game, you know, I always expect he got to come with some top level shit, but it's like, fuck, this motherfucker still getting better? What the fuck? You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, shots out K. Told TDE and shit, man. Motherfucking, um, so yeah, I, I listen to that shit like um, 800 times straight. <laughs> For like two days straight, I had a bad time sleeping. But that's one thing, man. I always, you know, I'm comfortable in making my music and shit. I was like, you know, you still you, Danny. You still good. You know, I gave myself a pep talk. Like, you still good. But it's just good, man, because I feel like, man, that song is, um, that's some strong shit, man. It's like, I mean, that's that's what hip hop is all about. I hate to be an old head and sound like that, but just to use that actual fucking loop, you know what I'm saying? Using the Marvin Gaye sample and, then just, you know, speaking of, you know, socially conscious shit, shit that he felt like was going on today. That's what hip hop was always meant to be. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't always about our destruction and our, you know what I'm saying? It was it was a way we communicated with each other to talk about what was going on fucked up in the world. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like that song is the essence of what hip hop was intended to be. And I feel like this nigga is damn near treading on fucking like revolutionary like waters type shit like how. Like niggas was looking at like, you know, like Pac and like John Lennon. You know, niggas like like niggas that's like the government look I mean, you know, I ain't trying to say that. But you know, K Dot, man, you a bad motherfucker, man. So shots out K Dot, man. Um, yeah, so that was that. <laughs> and yeah, I'm definitely um, you know, I'm happy to be with y'all motherfuckers. Um, I can't wait to get up out this motherfucker though, cause I'm going to the motherfucker H E B once I leave this motherfucker. If y'all don't know. Man, I'm excited, man. H-E-B, man. I remember the first time walking in that motherfucker. It was like, man, it was like the uh, when 2 chains was like, walk up in the gluey store. I'm home. That's how it was with the H-E-B and me. I'm like, man, I ain't never seen no. And I'm pretty sure I've been to a lot of grocery markets. And I've been to a lot of shit, man. When they say everything's bigger in Texas, them motherfuckers was not lying, man. Like, I mean, it's just high quality shit, too. You get what I'm saying? It's like you can find whatever you want. You get what I'm saying? It's just, man, it's a great time, man. So I literally can't wait to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> just to go to the H-E-B. So we go jump into these motherfucking emails off rip. <laughs> Ask Danny. All right, Ask Danny. You motherfuckers can send y'all motherfucking emails too. Hold up. Ask Danny, you know, you need some advice. You want me to, you know, help you out. You want me to help you figure it out. You get what I'm saying? You can send your motherfucking emails to Danny at thedannybrownshow.com. Please, you know what I'm saying? Hit your boy up at Danny at thedannybrownshow.com. You know, you can get, you know, I'll let you know what's going on with your life. So now this right here is, um, should I fuck a hippie chick? Which actually sounds like a Judy Bloom book. You know what I'm saying? 
last weekend, I, I don't know why I'm talking like that. Like, he a nerd. like that, Because I, I feel like that's a... You got to kind of be a little, um, you know what I'm saying? A little, a little prude, a little, you know what I'm saying? A little conservative. Just even be saying that. You get what I'm saying? Should I fuck? Should you? What are you, I mean, what do you, if, if you're a single man out here, you don't have no, you get what I'm saying? Like, you like women, you know? Like, I mean, why not? Try it out. But I'm answering the question before, so let me see. Last weekend, I met this hot white girl at a bar. She had little tattoos on her arms and her nose piercing. Not usually my type, because she looked like she smelled like hemp. <clears throat> a patchouli oil. That's what them bitches be smelling like, patchouli oil. And then they be burning that sage and shit. And for some reason, sage stick to white girls' hair. It ain't nothing. Oh, wait, all right, all right. So let me get back. Um, we went back to her place, and this chick had crystals everywhere. Dream catchers on the wall, sage burning all over the place. I wasn't sure we was going to fuck, or she was going to try to summon a demon. I got out of there quick, but she wanted to hang out again soon. Should I stay away from the hippie chick, or should I go back and get freaky? You know what I'm saying? Terry. Shouts out to Terry. But yeah, man, you should definitely go back and get freaky if you're a um, single man. And, you know, I mean, just you got to understand that um, if, if if it's something that you're not really ready for mentally and maybe physically, too, because it, it, it could be a big ordeal. I mean, you probably shouldn't because she going to put some shit on you like that motherfucker going to be. It's going to be out cold. She's going to do some shit to you. You never had done before. It's going to be good. You get what I'm saying? I tell them all the time, any bitch wear toe rings, definitely like anal. So, and I'm pretty sure the hippie chick is wearing toe rings. And so, yeah, it's going to be a great time. So, it depends on what you want in your life. You might not be, you know, looking for those kind of things. You might be like, yo, you know, I'm ready to settle down. I want a good girl. I want this and that. Because I don't really know if hippie chicks are good girls because they like free spirits and shit. You get what I'm saying? So, she might, you know, she can always meet her soulmate. Every other month, she's going to meet a new soulmate. So, you got to, uh, you got to be prepared for that. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's what you're looking for in life, you know? But shouts out to you, Terry. Okay, next up we got, fuck my ex. Why is all these horny, man? What is up with these horny emails, man? <laughs> God damn, what's going on? So now it's, um, fuck my ex's boss. I was dating my boyfriend for three years. Whoa, hold up, hold up. What? Oh, I thought this was rooting by a guy for a minute. Hold up. Okay. Fuck my ex's boss. <laughs> <laughs> I was dating my boyfriend for three years and it was going good until a couple months ago. He started getting sketchy and coming home late. I could tell he was acting weird around his phone and I knew he was keeping secrets, so I put an air tag in the C, C, C. You wrong. Like, that's getting like, come on, man. I put an air tag in his car and found out he was fucking some other chick. I dumped him immediately and I, I dumped him immediately, but I wanted to get back at him. So, oh my God. So I started sleeping with his boss, and today I just got him fired. <laughs> Did I go too far? You bet I'm coming up in May. Maddie. Um, yeah, you definitely went too far. You a crazy bitch. Don't nobody supposed to be putting motherfucking tracking devices. You fucking Corella DeVille spy. Like, you motherfucking, like, you Rocky, like, you beefing with the bitch from Rocky and Bullwinkle or something. That's what it sounds like. That's who he dating, the bitch from the Rocky and Bullwinkle, man. The Russian bitch, man. God damn, man. Like, because that's, I mean, when I, I remember when I first seen an announcement of an air tag, and I knew that was just trouble. Like, I, I didn't see nothing good coming from that. You get what I'm saying? I mean, I, I can see how it could help. Like, you know, you can put an air tag on your pet or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Certain shit like that. But just to be able to cop these motherfuckers freely and just to be able to throw them motherfuckers everywhere. It's somebody that got a box full of air tags, man, just doing creepy shit all the time, tracking shit. And you don't even know, man. So, yeah, I'm terrified of that, man. I might got an air tag on me right now. I don't even know. You get what I'm saying? Like, for real, man. This shit ain't right. And they putting them on people's cars and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, celebrity cars and stuff so they can track them and doing all this type of shit. So, I mean, I don't know what, what the end game was with creating the air tag. I mean, obviously it was money. But it has turned to some other shit that's not for good. So, yeah, you a creepy bitch, Maddie. And, um... You went too far, and karma's going to come for you. You get what I'm saying? You're going to get what's coming to you, so shouts out to you. But, yeah, um, yeah, that was wrong, though. That was wrong. <laughs> I'm a little shell-shocked now. You gave me PTSD. Uh, how do I get my boyfriend to propose? Hi, Danny. How do I get my boyfriend nearly five years to take the step and propose to me? We love each other very much, but he's stumping on the brakes when it comes to marriage. 
My mom advises me to just get pregnant, but I don't think that's the best idea. I know ultimatums are pretty trashy, too. What should I do? Thanks in advance. I mean, those are, that's always a tricky question, how you get somebody to propose to you. Because, I mean, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about being ready. And as far as, like, relationships and when you want to get, like, close to, like, being married and shit like that, it should be open communication. So this should be something you should talk about. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you're ready to settle down that way, you feel like he's the one for you, I guess you got to express your feelings to the fullest to let him know and, and let him know that. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way he can really understand that. But sometimes, you know... Dude, you know, cold feet, man, might just not be ready and all that. But if you feel like that's the one for you, I will say stick it out. I mean, come on now. You know, don't just, you know, throw away five years. You know what I'm saying? Just because you ready and he not. Sometimes it's just guys, we scared. You know what I'm saying? I mean, being to me, man, I'm not necessarily scared of getting married or nothing like that. It's just the emotional process of going through a wedding. I don't like feeling emotional like that. It just make me feel gay and shit, man. You get what I'm saying? Being in front of your family and shit up there, like, oh, uh, you got to say bye. Like, I love you so much. I'm going to, uh, that shit make me feel a little creepy, man. I'm just not in touch with my feelings like that. That's why I'm trying out therapy and shit and better health and all that. You get what I'm saying? But for the most part, I think a wedding would just make me too, like, I'm down with getting married. We just want to go to the courthouse and shit and sign some papers and shit and do this the business way. You get what I'm saying? But we got to have, I got to have my mama in the room. You got to have your mama in the room. I got to be up there. We got to be up there talking about we love each other, walking around, doing last dances and shit like that, man. That shit is all, you know. But the thing is, I love a wedding, though. I'm one nigga that I, I cut it up at the motherfucking reception. You get what I'm saying? Like, let me pull up. I love, I love just to critique motherfuckers' weddings and shit, too. You get what I'm saying? You be in that shit like, this shit ain't going to last. <laughs> That be my whole shit. So I'm down with you know what I'm saying. But my girl, she said she want you know she want the the fairy tale. She want to go to Costa Rica. She want to get married on the beach and shit like that. But you know, I mean, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do for your lady when you love her and you want to do some shit like that. So yeah, but you know, like I'm down with getting married and shit. But I'm just not in a rush to be all emotional and shit right now. You giving them saying, let me you know take some time for me to get in touch with my feelings. So that may be all it is, man. What's, Honestly, what's the worst wedding you've ever been to? Some hood shit. They got to fighting at the reception. Cause um, really, yeah, uh, it wasn't even like no. Cause usually you think like some bride. It wasn't the bride and groom. It was like the best man was fucking. Uh, <laughs> he was fucking like one of the um. The, he he was with one of the bridesmaids, but he was fucking one of her friends. Then they got into a fight, and then a motherfucker was trying to break it up because he was getting too reckless with his girl, and then he got to fighting with a dude. Like, I mean, it was like police was called, bottles was broken over people's heads. It was a oh, great time. shit. It was a great time, though. I mean, I, this is a time I really wasn't, you know, I, I was still like a teenager. I was still like, you know, I just now started like selling drugs. I was like a little gangster, a little thug and shit, shit. Like, I didn't wear, like motherfuckers wearing suits and shit to the wedding and shit. I showed up in some motherfucking um, big-ass jean shorts and a rockerwear sweatshirt. You get what I'm saying? So it was shit like that. So I was on some gangster shit, had weed on me, smelling like weed, smoking. I just, I, I kind of was like the bad kid at the wedding. They're like, dang, this is what this what Daniel got going on with his life? It's gonna turn for the worse. So all, the, all my family, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, when you go to like, like um, family functions and events like that, like weddings and shit like that, you see a lot of family members that you don't normally see. Like a lot of times that you haven't seen in years and shit like that. So I remember showing up at the wedding, they're like, oh shit, Daniel's fucked up. He's a thug. He's not, <laughs> he's going down the wrong path, like you give it him saying. So yeah, but hey, look, I'm here now, so it's all cool. It's all good. Next up, we got motherfucker. Oh, so um, yeah, that's all that is. Um, oh, she didn't leave a name, but yeah, um, that's all it is. Sometimes he might be ready to get married, he just might not really go through all the emotional shit that comes with marriage. You get what I'm saying? And it's a lot of stress with that planning a wedding, make and the biggest thing for me too is being financially stable to even have a wedding. And to be saying, I'm going to marry somebody and be able to take care of them like that. You get what I'm saying? A lot of men want to be able to have their shit in order, have their shit together before they take on such a task. You get what I'm saying? So maybe just don't feel like he got his shit right. You know what I'm saying? To take those steps. So I would feel like if you really want to be in this relationship, you love him like that, y'all, you know, don't throw it away that quick because he probably do feel the same way as you. He just don't feel like he's adequate enough at this moment to make something like that happen. You know what I'm saying? So that is that. Um... Next up, God damn it, man. Is it okay to fart during sex? And hey, Danny, <laughs> I'm in desperate need of advice. My question is, is it okay to fart while performing an ad of marital lovemaking? About a week ago, my wife always, 
what? About a week ago, my wife was sharpening my sword. <laughs> In the middle of it, I passed gas. Very loud, but almost no smell. Tried to play it off, but she was not having it. She promptly stopped and scolded me. Fast forward to last night while I'm making relations. After a few minutes, without warning, my fart mistress let one rip. This one was not too loud, but man, did it stink. I paused for a minute, then thought, it only smells. Okay. We continued our love-making session and lived happily ever after. My question is, should I be upset at her for not being understanding of accidental flatulence doing this what? Or try harder to post marital love cuddles to let the monsters part rip. Always keep them high and tight, Taylor. I mean, I mean, one thing about that, man, I, I, it really seems like you got a stomach problem. Like, if you might got uh, irritable bowel syndrome, because sometimes people having, you know, gas health. I mean, like stomach health, gut health. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the that's the real big deal, man. So you got to really take you get some um, probiotics or something, and it might have a lot to do with your diet. It might be what you're eating, man. I'm pretty sure that's what that is. You get what I'm saying? Because the last thing I'm doing is busting farts while I'm getting a sword sharpened. You get what I'm saying? So. It's obviously something's going on. I mean, it's it's obviously it's a it's a health thing with that. It's not really just um, I don't know. Maybe you get excited. You know, sometimes people get nervous and fart or some shit like that. Maybe it's just some shit like that. But and then you say she bust one and her shit was rocking. You get what I'm saying? So I think it's what y'all eating. Y'all got to check y'all diet, man. Cause I mean, that's what it be, man. You want to eat the water burger, getting extra mustard and shit. You get what I'm saying? That's that's the kind of thing that's gonna happen. You get what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so that's the kind of thing that's gonna happen. So yeah, man, you can't be doing all that, man. That that's just uh, uh, for especially. I mean, just excuse yourself, man. You can step out the room during sex. It ain't no big deal. I don't stop and pause for a minute. You get what I'm saying? I don't pause during sex. Like hold up, I need to smoke a cigarette. This shit getting too crazy right now. <laughs> and come back fully charged. You get what I'm saying? Sometimes you don't want this night to end. You want to make this last forever. So you got to come back <laughs> stronger and harder, man. Spin the motherfucking wheel. Every time we go blank, I spin the motherfucking wheel. So now we get into the motherfucking wheel. Let's spin the motherfucking wheel. Let's see what we got. Gobblers. Now the thing is about goblins is like, I mean, like, um, goblins, like, I, I feel like, um, is that like a racial term for a ghoul? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> what what race would Like, it be? what's the difference between a ghoul and a goblin? Or like a gargoyle? Like, the goblins is like the lowest form of that, sound-wise. If I hear it as a word, like, ghoul sounds tight. You get what I'm saying? A motherfucking, um, look, ghosts, goblins, ghouls. Ghoul sounds a little harsher to me. Ghouls, ghouls sound like you a fucking nigga up, though. Goblins sound like you just steal. You know what I'm saying? It's like murder versus petty theft. You know what I'm saying? Don't call me no motherfucking goblin. If I'm, and then what about a gargoyle? I mean, I know gargoyles are like the, the niggas that's on statues and shit with wings on their back and shit like that. Yeah, but I mean, they are like in the same realm of, of, of a species, right? You get what I'm saying? Well, I think gargoyles are just like statues of goblins, right? Kind of. Maybe. Maybe. They're, they're always gargoyles. made of stone. Yeah. <laughs> I think gob goblins are like, that's like orcs, right? Orcs. Or, that's or what I'm saying. It's so like many that. different races of this shit. So that makes me feel like, okay, see, that's never a standard. So you got goblins looking all like bitch ass niggas and shit. They looking all soft, all goofy and shit. You type ghoul, they gangster as fuck. You type gargoyles, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like goblin is like a, a racist term for uh, the ghouls and the gargoyles. You get what I'm saying? Because I feel like they're all the same thing. And I feel like somebody just trying to put smut on their name. You get what I'm saying? Because obviously one point in time, I, I, I believe they were ghouls. And the ghouls were just running shit, like fucking shit up. Like you ain't want to run into no ghoul, my nigga. Like you get what I'm saying? Like, they was putting shit, you know what I'm saying? They knocking you the fuck out. And then, you know, they figured out a way to fuck them up. And then they 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 wanted to let niggas know what they did. So they they put these niggas on statues and shit, on buildings and shit, and called them gargoyles and shit like that. But then they eventually realized that the name gargoyles sound too gangster and cool, too. So by the time our time came, we called them goblins and shit. So I feel like they just putting smut on the whole generation. Then they just really just, you know what I'm saying? Like, really, goblins is like real niggas, man. They would, you know what I'm saying? But you see what they make them look like. And I know if you look like this, you ain't 
you ain't no punk like that. You know what I'm saying? You look like you've been through some shit. You get what I'm saying? Like you, you look like you can do some shit. So I know, like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't really, I ain't feeling that. I ain't feeling that. I ain't feeling that. I feel like um, Goblin is a racist term for a ghoul. So, um, yeah, I ain't feeling that shit. <laughs> so I guess next up, man, we can go to motherfucking uh, things black people say. You know what I'm saying, nigga. And I guess this time, man, I, I went through my list and I mean, I really thought about it. And one thing I really just figured out, man, one thing that's happening right now in black culture is that one thing I really love about, like, you know, when you come from so many different places, everybody had different slangs and shit. Like, you go in the East Coast, they didn't sound like motherfuckers on the West Coast. And the West Coast didn't sound like people from the Midwest and the South and vice versa and all that shit. But now, you know, with the internet and shit, everybody's slang is kind of like melting into one. You know what I'm saying? Everybody kind of like say the same shit nowadays coming up. You get what I'm saying? So it's like when you hear like, um, like to me, like I, I guess I, ah, I hate to say it because it sounds so bad, but it's like, oh, you just knew this shit came from slavery times or some shit like that. When you hear like my grandma or something, she'd be like, I'm finna, I'm finna go to the store. Like, what is finna? And I had to Google finna because in my head, finna was just finna, but it's 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 for fixing. And I would never say fixing, like I'm fixing to do something. That's like real old, like I'm coming down the railroad type shit. You get what I'm saying? That's like real. I'm fixing to go to the store. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm fixing to start the car right now, mama. You get what I'm saying? Like, no, no one. So finna, I mean, I guess finna is still in my vocabulary as a black man in his 40s. You get what I'm saying? I can't escape it. So finna. But they have a lot of those. You get what I'm saying? Because another one is um, dinner mug. And they be like, it's hot dinner mug. But they, they say it's, it's hot dinner motherfucker, though. But then they sure, I guess that, that came from, like, I feel like kids. When your mom told you, like, man, you can't be cussing, man. Don't be cussing. And we always figure out ways to like get around cussing, like to say cuss words without cussing. So I feel like dinner mug is one of those. But the way that's spelled, like D-E-N-A-M-U-G, that's look like that looks crazy. You get what I'm saying? Dinner mug. Look, it's it's and it's in the urban dictionary. What? Something in excess. That's true. Like, damn. <laughs> look, and they use it the same way. It's hotter than the mug outside. That's the only way I know how to use the mug, though. To be honest, it's comparing it to weather. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, dinner mug is another one. And then you got um, bed not, which would be, yeah, which was, it's short for better not. Like, you better not. Nigga, you bet not. Nigga, you bet not. But how did this happen? How, do, how does words get shortened up in our... Um, you know, in our African dialect. I don't understand how that happens. I wish we still talk like um, Jimi Hendrix. And we still talk like Jab Turkey. Back in, you know, how did, because that's one thing that talk, like we had a whole accent, like a whole like thing. Like what happened with us that made us stop talking like that? Like, I don't understand. Because that's like a whole generation. This was before the internet. So I really feel like that was some simulation shit. They was like, hold up, man. They updated the software. Like, hold up, man. We can't have these niggas thinking for themselves. They talk too crazy. Jive turkey. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it was us just trying to be white people, right? You think eventually we just converted? I think it was we like, were like, we can't, I mean, we got to do something. No, because you know? we, we started feeling like, man, we sound like niggas. You talk like that. It, <laughs> exactly. it started making, you know what? Maybe a big deal was black exploitation films. And maybe us watching it back, you know, certain black people like, man, I ain't like that, man. I ain't about to be, you know what I'm saying? I'm smart, too. I'm not about to, because this just make us look dumb or like we're just like imbeciles. Like, right, right. You get what I'm saying? It doesn't make us look like we're on the same playing field if we're going to still continue with this behavior. Yeah, that was, that was like when I was a kid, people would be like, yeah, you ain't one of those niggas, you know? Yeah. You ain't one of those. Yeah. You ain't, you ain't one of the, <laughs> one of the acceptable I know, I know what you mean. Uh -huh. I've, I've said that about white people. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? You yeah, hang with white. Just, you, you know what I'm talking about? You be yeah. like you ain't like this. I fuck with you. Like you a real white. You mean like I, I feel like if we get caught up in a jam, you gonna you gonna hold it down? Cause that's some, that's one thing I feel about white people too. And you can't be mad about them if some shit go down and they run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like him. Now if you want to hang out with this nigga and you go to a nightclub or some shit and y'all get into a fight, you can't be mad if he protects himself. He's going to be like, Daniel, you was tripping, man. I told you leave those guys alone. I knew it was going to get bad. I knew it was going to end well. I knew it wouldn't end well. He'll tell you some shit like that. Where niggas be like, we can hold it down. I got your back, bro. Whatever. We're going to do, you know what I'm saying? Which is a dumb way of thinking because I got my ass whooped plenty of times just being with a nigga. You get what I'm saying? That shit ain't fun. That shit sucks. 
And if you run in like the in like the black community, like you you get like bandaged, man. They will beat your ass and shit. You're gonna get beat up again. You're gonna still get ass whooping for running on your brothers. So, so so you know what I'm saying? You can't do that. And that's another one. Uh another one is um both of them. Which would be both of them. But they just smash it together, say both of them. Yeah, both of them. You get what I'm saying? Two things into one category. Yeah, that's right. Urban Dictionary is kind of on point with they shit. I never really, uh, like, both of them hurt. Like, man, my shoulders. My shoulder and foot hurt. <laughs> Look at this. Who wrote this? What job turkey wrote this shit? My shoulder and foot hurt. <laughs> both of them hurt. That's a real, that's like on the field. That's some cotton-picking bullshit right there, man. Come on, man. I... See, now I'm, I knew Urban Dictionary is ran by white people, man. It has to be, man. It's impossible. But Kool-Aid wrote that. A nigga named Kool-Aid that said, my shoulder and foot hurt. They said, put both of them like the spelling bee. Like, can you spell both of them? Like, can you put both of them in a sentence? <laughs> that nigga said, my shoulder and foot hurt. Both of them hurt. Like, both of them. B-O. I, I think it's F-U-M, though. Because that's like femme. Like, you know, both femme. Like both of them. No, I'm saying it's obviously they got it. That's see both of them, but both of them. I, I don't know, man. That that looks crazy right there, though. That looks like pig Latin or some shit. Like <laughs> that looks crazy right there. Like I don't want to talk like that. That's I know. See, that's what I'm saying. So you might be right. When they when they just started seeing like black exploitation films and like I mean it was cool in the hood, but when they started seeing themselves on film and like hearing themselves and hearing that shit back and seeing they talk like. I ain't about to be no jaw turkey no more, man. You the jaw turkey. Don't talk to me like that. And shit just changed, man. But I I, I wish we still talk like that because that's culture. <laughs> that's what Kendrick was talking about. Fuck culture. Culture fucked us up. But yeah, that is. I mean, white people ain't they ain't stop they shit. You get what I'm saying? They still got their accent. We all, but that's not true though either. White people don't talk like that no more. How we, you know, we make fun if you everybody be like, make it white, do a white scent. You're like, hey, what's up, Peter? What you doing, man? What white boy you know talk like that? That shit don't exist no more. So I feel like us doing that is some racist ass shit the same way we'll be talking about black niggas sound like job turkeys and shit. And another one you got is show. Like I show would. Like show. What does show really mean? Because I don't even know. But show. Sure, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah I, like for show. Yeah, I guess I show. I show wood. That's the only time I would use that. Wood would be after that. For show. But that's not, that's, I feel like show. For show is like, you know, for show. I use that different than show. That's like some real, um, show wood. I feel like it's some L's on the show. See, look, Urban Dictionary ain't even got that one. That's some real old school underground railroad shit. You get what I'm saying? Show, yeah. Referring to the word shirt. So, yeah, y'all was right in the ghetto. So, how do they use this? Hell yeah, I sure do. That's something. <laughs> I feel like some shit uh, a, a Bush Dyke would say. You'd be like, you be fucking bitches. She just whip her strap out on you. Like, hell yeah, I sure do. You're like, damn, bitch. You know, shit, man. <laughs> I really do. That's some real shit. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's some white people shit we got going on right there. So, that's dumb. Oh, not one white people shit. God damn it, man. We ain't got no white people shit this time. I, I said I'm just keep. I'm just gonna keep it for my niggas, man. But hold up, I might some white people shit. White people shit. I guess white people shit, man, would be. I mean, white people love festivals. I know that sounds just like normal, but I mean, like any type of festival, though. Like you just think festival, you hear music festival, man. They got all type of festivals for white people, man. That's the crazy shit about it. White people got fucking gym and jam festivals. They got motherfucking um. Any festival you can think of. And that's one thing. And I know, like, sleeping in tents on grounds for a weekend, not really having a sufficient way to wash your ass and party at the same time, it's not something niggas trying to do. Because niggas don't like being musty in the club. That's one thing that we not going to do. Like, you ever been you ever been in the car with you and your homeboys and just one nigga smell musty in the car on the way to, like, a function? It's, it's just like a, a drastic thing. Because you're going to feel like it rubs off on you. Now, you ain't getting no bitches. It's almost like a curse. And the black community to be stanking and about to go and to a function and like fuck around with women and shit. Niggas would be like, man, dog, this nigga stanking and shit, man. You smell it like 
It's going to fuck everybody vibe up and nobody's going to get bitches wherever we go, like a bar or a club or a festival or anything like that. So I look at it like when you go to a festival, man, the first day, I mean, you might come make two days. But that third day, a bad month, and you can see it too. I played that Sunday. You know what I'm saying? You be on, you see it in the look of just death in their eyes. Like they've been getting drunk and high all weekend and shit. They just standing there musty and feet dirty. And that's the worst, man, the dirty feet and all that. But I don't know what the shower or the, the cleansing situations be at festivals, but I, I don't think they would be, um, I, I, I would think they would be, you know, close to a prison situation. If anything, you get what I'm saying? It's some creepy shit, though. That's also some creepy shit to sleep in a tent. I mean, I'm not stopping anybody from doing that because, you know, that's kind of my livelihood. I kind of play festivals a lot and shit. So definitely show up, pick your tent, do whatever you do. You know what I'm saying? Sleep. The craziest tent story I heard, though, I don't know if this is true. This may be a rumor. I don't want to. But I, I mean, they said um at the, um you know, at a festival, a motherfucker, um, you know, just did the wrong drugs. He did the wrong drugs and he OD'd in his tent. But his friends did the right drugs, which was psychedelics, which was mushrooms and shit like that. So they was partying and having a great time. They forgot about their friend in the tent who did some bad heroin, OD'd, and he died. So they partied, but they was doing, you know, stay up drugs and, you know, psychedelics. So they didn't return from their tent to damn near two days later. When they get back to the tent, rigor mortis set in. They grabbed his arm. The whole arm came off. Yeah, festival over. You pull a nigga arm off in an encampment? What the fuck is going on, man? Like, dog, zombie shit? So, yeah, um, I don't know if that's a true story. It could be some fake, you know, but it scares me. You know, that's all that matters. And I always hear about stories about, like, dudes being all, like, extra creepy at night, like, getting drunk, seeing girls tense and shit. Like, that would, I wouldn't let my daughter, well, hey, like I say, buy your tickets. I'll be at, um... Capitol Hill Block Party. That's the next festival I play is coming up in July, I think. So I see you guys there. I'm not I'm not stopping nobody on how to get their money, but you know, it it's a thing. It's a thing. So let's jump into some um would you rather's. Would you rather? God damn it, man. So would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather? God damn it. Would you rather always have to wear boxes that are too tight? Always have to wear wet socks. I mean, I think that kind of answers its own question, to be honest. Because, I mean, if you're wearing boxers that's too tight, it's always going to make your dick look big and shit. So I want to kind of look like I got a big dick and shit. So when you show up, you know what I'm saying? You pull your pants off, she's going to be like, damn, I see the bulge. I see, you know what I'm saying? I see what you got going on. You walk around and shit in your boxer shorts and shit. You know what I'm saying? Your shit looking fat. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you like, you got a hog in that motherfucker. You get what I'm saying? So, that's an easy one. That's an easy one. That wasn't too crazy for me, man. I, but to be honest, I actually wear um, like jogging pants too. To I, I get a smaller size. You know what I'm saying? You walk around the airport, some great jogging pants with no drawers on. It's almost like uh, I should be getting a, I should be getting a case. I should be going to jail. But I, I only started doing that because the bitches started freeing the nipple. And I be seeing bitches walking around with no bras on. Then you be seeing their nipples out and shit. So I was like, I'm going to combat that feminism with some real shit and start walking around with some tight ass great jogging pants with no drawers on and I'm just dangling. And I'm getting old too, so the balls is almost hitting the ground. So the motherfuckers just poking, I'm just, every time I walk, that motherfucker just bow, bow, bow. Go to the Walmart, you know what I'm saying? Go to the Walmart on a Sunday afternoon, tight ass great jogging pants, no drawers on, just walking through the aisles dangling this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It's a, I mean, I guess it's some creepy shit to do, man, but. <laughs> I just like to see their reactions, man. I need to get a GoPro. I need to get a GoPro for this, man, so I can just show you like what they be looking. They be like, damn, because you be seeing them. You be, I mean, a couple. One thing though, I will say one thing. If 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 you didn't ask to see it, it will ruin your life. Is like seeing like dick and shit in the toilet. You know what I'm saying? Two things. Like if you just see a random dick, you're like, oh shit, a dick. Ah. It scares you. And just like if you like went in the bathroom and just like big ass logs of turds in the toilet, you're like, ah, and make you forget what you was about to do. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like you malfunction or some shit. So if you just see a random dick, yeah, that shit fucks up. Like, you know what I'm saying? That shit fucked up. Like it, it, it will like traumatize you and shit. Which one time, man, I remember I was in county, you remember, I always tell y'all I worked in the county jail at registry. 
And I remember one time, man, one of the CEOs, he came up the bathroom and he just gave me this crazy look and he threw me the keys and said, you go handle that. And I said, go handle that? What you talking about? I was the one that cleaned up the bathrooms and shit. So when I went in the bathroom, man, it was the biggest turd I ever seen, but it was, it wasn't in the bowl. It was on the side, like on dry land, like a well that got in beach, like, you know what I'm saying? And I was, I mean, I'm not trying to gross people out or anything, but I, I, that's the type of shit. If you do the crime, you got to do the time. And that's the shit I had to deal with. You get what I'm saying? So I'm trying to tell you motherfuckers, don't fuck up in life and end up in those type of situations, man, where you cleaning up big ass turds on dry land toilets. You get what I'm saying? Cause you know that toilet water in jail, that shit ain't, you know, it's so many buckets, you know, that shit ain't riding up that high. It ain't like your crib. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, I had to, I had to knock the motherfucker down with the plunger first. I had to break them up. You know, once you break them, that's when the it came up. You get what I'm saying? All right, man. I'm done with this story, man. That shit was fucked up, though. I'm trying, but I'm saying I'm traumatized by that. You get what I'm saying? Like that shit kind of fucked me up. I always, I'm not saying I always think about that, man. But I'm saying I think of like one of the worst experiences of my life, where I'm like, man, where I really, because I was really like, I think a tear. I started like shedding a tear a little bit. Like my eyes was watering up. Like, man, how did I end up like this, man? And you know. I would say, man, one thing about going to jail, man, I guess this would be a lesson with Danny Brown, man, early in the game, man. If you ever go to jail, man, if it's one thing, please don't ever do, and don't never let no one hear you say it is, I'm not supposed to be here. Once you say that, you have tapped out and you not gonna get no more, you ain't gonna get no more trays. Ain't nobody gonna let you eat no more. We already know you tapped out. You didn't, it's over for you. I'm not supposed to be here. And at that moment of me knocking that big ass turd off the side of the toilet with a plunger and it wouldn't go down, I had to break them and do this and clean. And I had to go through all that. And I'm like, man, how did I end up here, man? Like, I'm not supposed to be here. Like, I really supposed to like be doing something with my life and I fucked up and I really felt bad at that moment. And I think I like shed a tear a little bit. I mean, jail will make you cry, man. I swear to God. I remember one night, oh, the worst shit. I remember waking up like one late night in my bunk or some shit and I just hear, two motherfuckers just fighting to the death. Like you hear that kind of shit all the time, but this is my first time hearing that. And you can just hear them just, oh, uh, motherfucker, uh, uh, uh. Just getting them like, damn, nigga, that shit real. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> well, thank God, man. Thank God I made it out of those situations, man. And I will advise anyone, man, stay on the right side of the law, man. Are you gonna be knocking off turds off the side of toilet bowls, man? Real, man. That shit sounds like the least of your worries right now, man. But when you're going through it, man, you're like, man, I ain't shit. I'm really a failure because you really feel like a loser at that point, you know? Okay, next. Would you rather? Damn, how did we get that far? Would you rather always fart when you come or always come? When you, nah, always fart when you come or always come when you fart. Now, one thing I do, I really love my clothes. So I ain't coming every time I fart. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just fucking up pants all the time. You get what I'm saying? Chilling. Because niggas be busting farts all the time. I ain't the type of motherfucker. I, I I call them silent murders. You get what I'm saying? Like, you got to know how to project them. You get what I'm saying? So, like, a tss, 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 tss. you get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, letting the air out the tire. So you got to just bust those. And if I was coming like that, man, I'd be fucking up some pants. You get what I'm saying? If it was the latter. So, yeah, I'm down with farting when I come. Because when you come, you don't give a fuck. Like, who care? If you, man, the type of shit I be saying or the, the way I be sounding, it be almost like I'm being born again. Like, I am the cum at that moment. You get what I'm saying? I am the sperm. When I come, it's, oh, ugh. Like, I'm really malfunctioning, like, turn to a whole new human being. Once it's over with, it's like I'm a whole new man. It's like, it's really fucked up, man, what um, orgasms has done to my brain. You know what I'm saying? Because I really think I'm addicted to them. <laughs> but it's not like I want to put in the actual physical effort to have them. You get what I'm saying? So I don't know. Maybe the uh, <laughs> come when you fart type of situation might be tight because I'll be getting them more if I want. But you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm ruined. I'm ruined. I'm a ruined individual. But yeah, I guess I will um, fart when you come. I mean, I ain't that bad because who cares at that moment? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so that was, yeah, yeah that's that. That's that. Next up, we got to um, be homeless for a year. Of being a coma for two years. That's some deep shit to think about. Because being in a coma for two years, man, you're going to miss out on a lot of shit. And you might not come back and be the same motherfucker that you was when you left. You get what I'm saying? Like, you might not have the same motor skills. Like, something might be a little off or a little different about you. I feel like in a coma, like, you 
you died for two years and came back lightweight. Like, and I feel like in homeless, homeless for a year, you gonna have a lot of life experiences. You gotta learn about a lot. Of, now, that's the thing. Like, oh, oh yeah, say, say it just for a year. So that obviously means after the year, I won't be homeless no more. But being homeless is hard, though. That's hard. You would rather be in the coma than be homeless, to be honest, once you're being homeless. You get what I'm saying? You'll be like, I'm not supposed to be here. I don't want to go through this. So I will say, um, that's a hard one. I'll be homeless for a year. Because being a homeless for a year doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be homeless every night. You know, you might meet a fat bitch. You know what I'm saying? She might smoke meth or something. I'll buy you some meth. Let me stay at your crib. She do some meth, get the tweaking out, going crazy. She put you out, say you the devil or some shit. You get what I'm saying? It's going to be some nights where you're going to meet people. And they're going to, you know, you can kick out a day crib or do some shit. Unless, you, But being homeless, it goes back to what I'm always talking about. But you can't wash your ass now. And would I rather be a stanky motherfucker for a year and be clean for two? You get what I'm saying? Like, Because once you're once you stanking, don't nobody want to deal with you. Everybody done been in a situation where they've been around a homeless motherfucker and you just smell a strong piss smell. And you just like, and that strong piss smell to me is just mental health. Because I know you smell that shit, nigga. And that shit has to water your eyes because it's killing me right now. I'm talking about or when they walk past you and they gone. But it's like the wind, the air or something, like a breeze, like hitting. It's just like still just lingering around you. Like how like when Pepe Le Pew used to hit motherfuckers and shit. And that shit just, just sit. Like you see the smoke. You see the smoke around him. It's like you can see his smell. So mm, coma for two years, though. Just based on just based on that. Cause I don't wanna be, man, figuring out where I gotta shit at. Like, man, you shitting in public parks. You know what I'm saying? You sleeping in in a rocket ship. You get what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, man. I ain't trying to be homeless, man. But like I say, man, the, the being a homeless one is the kind of the easier way to go. Because two years is a long time. Like I did a year in jail. Well, it wasn't a year, it was eight months. And it felt long, but after it's over with, it was quick. You get what I'm saying? Years go by quick. I've been here a year already in Austin, and it definitely don't feel like I've lived here a year. So a year will actually go past being homeless. Man, I'm changing my answer. I'd rather be homeless for a year. Because you, it's going to be fun. You can fuck homeless bitches and shit. You can hang with other motherfuckers that stank and shit. Especially around here. It depends on where you at being homeless. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you went homeless in, like, Seattle. No, if you ain't homeless, like, in New York. Like, that's a different type of homeless than being homeless in, like, Austin. Or being homeless in, like... Seattle. Like being homeless in San Francisco, oh, it's some shit. You get what I'm saying? Like you're going to go through some shit. So I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I'd rather be homeless. I mean, it's shelters. They didn't say I couldn't go to the shelter. They didn't say I couldn't go get no help. I can't go to the church and get free lunch. No, it just said I had to be homeless for a year. I'm going to maintain. I'm going to make it. I can still do drugs. Been homeless. I might be. That's not like, you know, almost this, this is going to be the year where I try all the drugs that I was scared to do and I'm not, I wasn't supposed to try. I'm smoking crack. I'm doing all type. I'm doing meth. I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing all type of shit now. For this year, I'm wilding out. You get what I'm saying? I just got to go to rehab after the year over with. You know what I'm saying? That's just the way that's going to work. <laughs> I would just have to go to rehab when that's just over with, man. So that's the only way I can see that, man. So, yeah, spin a motherfucking wheel. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Oh, the moon landing. Yeah, the moon landing was fake. I'm one of those firm believers. Yeah, man. I'm one of the firm believers. Yeah, the moon landing was fake. Stanley Kubrick directed that shit, man. I want, I seen that conspiracy theory, man. And I'm kind of with that, man. Like, niggas ain't getting on no moons, man. Like, come on, man. Y'all only, and y'all only, why y'all ain't keep doing it, man? Niggas need to just keep doing it. Get on the moon. The, um... Do you know what I'm saying? That's the motherfucking camera light. Like right now, this is my moon. This is my moon. You get what I'm saying? That's what I feel. That's the motherfucking camera light for the simulation we live in. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, that shit look fake as shit. Even when I look at it right now. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, the moon landing. Yeah, but I do. I have at times. I don't know if you guys have checked it out. Have you looked at the... Does the moon in Texas look different than the moon anywhere else? I saw it the other day. It was super red and crazy. Duh, and it seems pretty close. Yeah, man. It was right over the freeway. I mean, me being like from Detroit, like I don't, we, the moon always look extra far away. Now I go out like, because my dogs, they'll trip out. They'll like wake a nigga up at like four in the morning. Like, I got to piss. 
just hit a nigga. Like, I got to piss. So I got to take the dogs out to piss at like four in the morning. And I'll be looking outside. I'll be standing outside in my uh, two tight boxers. And I'm just staring up at the moon. I'll be like, the moon look big as shit. The moon is like kind of close to me and shit. And I'm like, that's why Elon Musk moved here though. Cause it's, but I don't know, man. But yeah, I um I, I think the moon landing was fake. And uh, until, until it's done frequently and it's like happening all the time. Like niggas going to the moon, niggas, niggas on the moon. Like Jay-Z and Kanye do a show up there. Niggas on the moon. They play niggas on the moon 54 times for aliens and shit. You get what I'm saying? Like until shit like that happening, man, the moon, all that, all that shit is fake. I'm a firm, but so yeah, I don't want to be like, don't like Kyrie Irving me and put me in that. But my favorite conspiracy theory is the simulation theory. And I, I do go down my rabbit holes with it. And I do, and I do kind of believe it, man. And I and then Elon Musk said it, didn't he? He said it, we for sure living in a simulation. And this nigga built Tesla. You get what I'm saying? Even though Tesla's, you know, it's a lot wrong with him. But <laughs> it's still cool cars, man. I love Elon Musk. But did 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 he was did he do a crypto scam though? I don't know about that. I haven't heard about that. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, you I mean ain't, because of Doge. I mean, <laughs> I ain't saying that, but I'm saying I'm actually, oh, I was Doge. asking y'all. Do well, y'all think? I, I guess he did kind of unfairly inflate that. Yeah, of course. I got you. Why would he do a, such a thing? I mean, you feel like he's had so much money, and he, you know. Needed it for SpaceX. I mean, he did just have a yeah. baby, though. Also sounds kind of fun. Yeah, I think at the, like, core of it, he's just kind of a troll and just likes fucking around. He did just have a baby, though. I think he has, like, ten but kids. But it was, like, the whole Saturday Night Live. He got ten kids. He's got a lot of kids. Really? I thought yeah. he just had the one with Grimes. He has one with her, but he has a bunch. And Grimes is a genius in herself, too, man. Yeah, these are all his kids. I saw the guy I played a festival with Grimes. <laughs> Um and uh, my 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 homeboy my DJ I was playing we he we always play like a um, drum machine on stage and shit and the drum machine actually glitched on stage it wasn't broken it just glitched and he was just pissed like fuck fuck this drum machine I ain't fuck on this shit no more it was MPC one thousand he's like I'm getting rid of some other throw it away and he like slammed it on the ground like tried to break it but it didn't break and she's like don't do that I'll take it I'll take it I'll take it and we was like oh shit whatever then he gave her the drum machine but he smashed it on the ground and then I swear like we seen her like. A, a summer later, she was using the same drum machine that was working perfect as fuck on stage. And I was like, you see, she's a fucking genius. She had like a new skin on everything. She like built it up. I was like, ah, oh, that shit is dope. So shouts out to Grimes. Shouts out to um, Elon Musk. And I will say, man, I'm very, um, I, I mean, hopefully I get to see that kid grow up and see what this motherfucker do. He has a crazy, what is, what is this guy's name? I mean, I can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, how did that just come up that easy? Is this cold? Like, I like that's that's what I feel like this is. This is like some cold or some shit. That's how you're supposed to pronounce it. Oh, X Ash A12. So they probably just call him Ash. But I feel like this is the future of um naming your kids. If I, I mean, if 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 God lets me, you know, I, I definitely would like to have another child before I leave this earth. I mean, I know. You know, I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. But yeah, I would love to have another baby. You get what I'm saying? And um, I'm definitely naming some weird ass shit. It ain't going to be like no regular ass shit. But I, I want to do that. You know, what, what's your name? Does it really? Do you guys believe like what, what your name it really likes affects your life like that? Like, because my name is Daniel. And I, I doubt like any, I mean, I don't know. Like, it ain't no crazy shit happening I, with Daniel. I feel like if that's your name, <laughs> if X Ash A twelve's your name, it fucks up your life. But if your name is Dick Cheney, your shit go right. I think he probably got made fun of a bit. <sighs> I mean, my name kind of sucks. What? Chad. Chad is like. I mean, yeah, now, yeah. It's not. <laughs> it's not kind of good to be Chad right now. But I mean. But I feel like um. We're we're in an era, we're in an era where if if you're that cool enough, you can whatever your social media name is could become your real name. <laughs> if you really wanted to be like that, you get what I'm saying. So I really feel like you can really just finesse that shit out. That's what I did. I chose mine. You chose yours. Yeah, my name ain't actually any. I mean, I didn't really 
See, me with my rap name, I, I I went through countless rap names, and they all sucked. My first one that I really stuck on at the time, I was a huge Nas fan. Everybody know that. And as he was going through his, like, his mafioso phase, he was calling himself Nas Escobar. So I, I, I was calling myself D. Luciano. It was terrible, I know. Um, but yeah, so eventually, you know, I got out of that phase and that got to the point I was like, my rap name is just Danny. Like, I'm just like, cause that was like my normal, cause I was always Daniel and I had an aunt, I was named after my aunt. My aunt name's Danielle, rest in peace. And, um, so I was named after her. So, um, she was Danielle, I was Daniel. So she was Aunt Danny. So no one never called me Danny because that was her name. You get what I'm saying? And, um, but when I started selling drugs, instead of the crackheads, you know, they was like, I ain't about to be buying no crack for no nigga named Daniel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they start calling me Danny. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, that's my street name. Danny's my street name. So everybody called me Danny and shit. So when I was wanting to be a rapper and shit, I was like, you know, my rap name's going to be Danny. And everybody be like, you just can't be Danny. I was like, why not? It's a Nelly. You know what I'm saying? But they like, no, you just can't be Danny. But then I, one night I saw this documentary. It was, I think it was one of those pimp documentaries. I don't know if it was American Pimp or... Pimps up, whatever, one of those, but it was a pimp in a documentary named Danny Brown. And he was talking about in a documentary how he gave up pimping to do music and this and that. And I was like, oh, no, see, it ain't that guy. See, it's just me. It's, it's just, the algorithm is ruined with that. He's a, oh, he, he actually, got the name now. He actually did blues music too, which was, it was, it was crazy. But yeah, man, so yeah, so I was like, fuck it, Danny Brown, that's tight. And I just took the Brown. I was like, oh, I'm going to be Danny Brown. I didn't realize this was about to stick this long, though. This was something that was so like, so it just got to the point where it just stuck with me. And everybody asked me around their name, it just sounded better for me to just say the Brown on it instead of just Danny. But if I had the chance to do it all over again, fuck no, my rap name wouldn't be Danny Brown. That shit is stupid, man. Like, what the fuck was I thinking about? I swear to God, if I had a chance to do it again, I would have some cool-ass shit, like, like MF Doom. Like That's a cool-ass rap name. I would have really thought this out. You get what I'm saying? Because now it's like, people really think that's my weird name or some shit like that, and whatever. It's just a rapper name, man. Because ain't, ain't Doom dope because it's Doom, though, you know? Yeah. Like, like, like imagine if some weak nigga had MF Doom. It, it wouldn't be cool anymore. It'd be lame as hell. No, I guess you're right, though. Right? It's all about, I mean, the name ain't shit. If you dope, you dope. If yeah. you're not, you're not. But, um, so yeah, so that's the thing we're going to do, too. We want you motherfuckers to start uh, sending y'all motherfucking freestyles in. You get what I'm saying? Since we on some rap shit, we can send, send some motherfucking freestyles in. I judge them shits. I critique them shit. You can send them shits at danny at the dannybrownshow.com. You get what I'm saying? For the most part, we would like if you send that shit in on acapella so we can hear what your bars is talking about. Because, um, you know, when you, um, you know, we're going to get copyright strikes. You motherfuckers trying to rap off Lil Wayne, Fireman and shit like that. Ain't nobody got time for you trying to rap off motherfucking Mob Deep, Got It Twisted or some dumb shit like that. You get what I'm saying? It's easy. And if you freestyle acapella, it gives you a chance for people to hear what you're saying. See, look, it's easy, man. I'll show you guys. Look, look, check this out. And we get up out of here, man. It's okay, okay. So, okay, okay. We doing this even without a record deal. Half the shit I say can be understood by executives. I'm from that crack rock, pine your grandma, wet and ring. So what the fuck they gonna tell me about anything? Strap up, nigga, get your boots on tight. I'm from back when Snoop called Luke a Frisco Dyke. Made moves and went left and you went right. Niggas wanna be hot till they souls on nice. Long as I got the rent, you can't tell me shit. You ain't got it, put you out like Hannibal Burris. Got it all fucked up, thinking I gon' flourish. But my family sitting starved, you be all malnourished. <laughs> my rap's like Tetris. Bars keep falling, gotta know where to place them. Smoke with Dave Chappelle, the nigga think I laced them. Knew it was the pack, he started talking about spaceships. I write like, it's the only thing that I'm good at. Took your bitch shopping, it was nothing to that. Now I ain't gon' say that, now I ain't gon' do that. But the bitch you with blew my muffin top, blew back. Sit with thoughts like a toad on a stone. Try to put my finger in her like a rotary phone. If I take her for a spin, she will never call home. Put her hand behind her own head like Carl Malone. <laughs> I'm totally fucking awesome. Step to the side like Iverson cross Jordan. Give me my portion or end with extortion. Might stab a nigga if he come between my swordfish. Put the squeeze on you like a corset. Now in my final form yet, so watch me metamorphose. Sitting on porches, rapping for a mortgage. For a bowl of porridge, I'll put you in the orbit. My nigga did a big, just got home with a ratchet. Last time you heard me spit, he had a Nautica jacket. But he still pack it. Just gave him the hatchet. When his ass got out, LeBron's son be on the Mavericks. I was going to stop there. <laughs> ah, 
top of what I thought it is, I started counting up my cop fare the way I get fucked up and beat as good as shit is not fair. Sort of make me think with this ink like a high chair. Cause the kid gotta eat. Just bought a drill from Sears and some patio seats. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah, man. Send your freestyles in. Danny at the DannyBrownShow.com. And I definitely will put the, if your shit's fire, you know I'm gonna go through all them shits. We're gonna watch them shits. You get what I'm saying? And I'm going to go through all them shits, and I'll let y'all motherfuckers know what I think, man. And you know, who knows? We might find a next star on this motherfucker. Like, America's got talent or some shit like that. You get what I'm saying? America's next nigga that know how to freestyle. I guess that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> that sounds pretty dope. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, we almost up out of this motherfucker. So, I guess... Uh, Oh, we got um video game reviews and drip sets. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll go through some drip sets. Drip set. Who's this guy? John Batiste. What'd he do? He's a singer. A musician. <laughs> Sometimes I be feeling like I've been locked in a cave or something. <laughs> like, where do, because these people are obviously like super famous as fuck. And every time y'all show them to me, y'all be like, and I, I feel like y'all be like, you should know these people. And they'd be like, man, I, I mean, I, I be playing video games and shit, man. I really don't be knowing what's going on in popular culture, which sometimes it helps me. I will say, because it, 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 it does help me a lot when I make my music that I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I tell people this shit all the time. Like, I stop listening. Like, I listen to music on my own terms now. And I know what you say. Like, what does that mean? It means, like, I almost take, like, um, when I do it, it's almost like studying homework, like a pillage or something. Like, if I got an album, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna immerse myself into this, and I'm gonna listen to that shit for like a weekend. You get what I'm saying? Like fully through till I get tired of it, break it down, go through the lyrics, transcribe it, boom, 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 tear it to shreds. Like you really dissect it, and then, then I probably never listen to it again. You get what I'm saying? There's very few few albums that stick with me, and I just continue to listen to them, like for my own personal enjoyment. Like I listen to music, and if if I told you the songs that I listen to for fun, you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You get what I'm saying? But that's just, I think that's just my my taste in music. So, all right, all right. What's who we got next? Oh, well, this outfit, this, this, this is comfortable. I like this. This is something I wear. This is fly. This is fly. So, yeah, this is comfortable. That's what it's all about, man. If you're able to be out and, you know, be yourself, be comfortable, not look like, he, see, he don't look like a tryhard. Remember because he had the men's warehouse suit and he had the big chains? Like, he not... He don't look like a tryhard like that. Like he looked like he really, you know, like this, like this could just be something in his closet, man. It's some fire shit. Like that's one thing that I learned too. Like, cause you know, you, as an entertainer and like you do shows and shit, you might shop a lot. You might buy a lot of bullshit that you are wear at a show. And it's, it was cool to be on stage, but that's not nothing you should be on the street with. And you might have something like that in your closet and you can't wear that shit. But I feel like if you just got everything in your closet, it's just something that you can wear all the time. It doesn't matter what you put on, it's always gonna look cool. And that's what I try to do. Like I give away all that like crazy, stupid shit that I was like, oh, this was an expensive purchase that was definitely a bad purchase. I wish I didn't do this. You get what I'm saying? I give that kind of shit away. And shit that I just don't even think second about wearing, like I just put it on. Like you go to your closet, you just grab something, you know, wear it. Like that's the type of shit I want in my closet. So this looked like a fit that I would have, you know, like I would wear that jacket all the time without the pants. You know what I'm saying? Type of situation and just, you know, but he got the whole situation going right now. Or wear the pants all the time without the jacket. You get what I'm saying? I can see that. All right. Is there a piece of clothing you regret buying the most that like sticks out to you? Yeah, we talked about this on YMH. I bought a um, a, a, a Rick Owens Oh yeah. blanket curtain scarf. I gave it to Zalupers though. He got it now. He might freak it and, and wear it out one day. But I've worn, I bought a lot of dumb shit. I I I definitely bought a lot of dumb shit when it comes to clothes. Like I I bought a like a thousand dollar t shirt. Like no one needs a thousand dollar t shirt. You feel what I'm saying? Like when I really think, but you know, I was just in my rap lifestyle. I was having a good time. I mean, I was doing Molly. You get what I'm saying? I was partying all the time. Sometimes you don't think straight, and no one needs a thousand dollar t shirt. So yeah, I, I've bought I've 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 you know I've definitely done a lot of dumb purchases. Sneakers as well. I mean, I, I think one thing I will say I would never do again is like have a sneaker collection, which I still do. I have a lot of shoes because I just, you know, I can't get rid of them all. A lot of them I spent a lot of fucking money on, so I'm not just going to give them away. But even now, like me, 
I have too many shoes. And I only wear like two or three pair of shoes. You know what I'm saying? So that's stupid. So that's not something I want to do. So yeah, man, we almost about this motherfucker, man. Like I say, send your questions. You know, you want advice, man. Drip sets over with, I guess. <laughs> I can't believe we made this far. I can't believe I skipped. I, I'm sorry, man. I didn't do video game reviews. You I don't can know. Keep what, going if you want. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Hell no, we keep going. I told you, H E B is waiting for me. <laughs> the H E B is waiting for me. But yeah, hey, advice for Danny Brown. Send Danny at thedannybrownshow.com. Motherfucking freestyles. Send them motherfuckers in. Danny at thedannybrownshow.com. You get what I'm saying? I'll definitely go through everything. We definitely gonna get at y'all motherfuckers. Love y'all. See y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>